we live in a world that is increasingly data-driven. The capacity to map locations, whether it's tracking criminals, whether it is fighting fires. And I'm a lot more aware of the role of technology and the important work that people do in being able to connect that to our daily lives and provide greater outcomes. This podcast is brought to you by the team at Esri Australia. To get your hands on more short, sharp and immediately useful resources, head to the Esri Australia website and search for Goldmine. Welcome to GIS Directions, I'm Wayne Lee Archer and today I'm really excited to be speaking with somebody who's considered Australian journalistic royalty. Welcome to the show, Mr Stan Grant. If I'm royalty, mate, I might be the crown prince. The the clown, <laughs> the clown prince, maybe, or the joker in the pack. <laughs> well, Stan, if you're the prince, I suppose that makes me Molly Meldrum, and this is a Molly Meldrum and Prince Charles moment. And for the millennials who don't know what I'm talking about there, I'll give you a moment, moment to Google it. You won't be disappointed. Stan, I have to admit, I'm a huge fan of yours and really keen to hear a bit about a new exciting project that you've been working on. It's a new podcast called Directions with Stan Grant, where you have very interesting discussions with some heavy hitters within the GIS community. Can you tell us a little bit more about it? Yeah, thanks, Wayne. That fantastic, um, fantastic series. It's always great when you do something and you walk away smarter than when you started. And in every conversation that we had... I learned more about the world and even in some cases learned a little bit about myself as well. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about that today, uh, Stan, and pick your brain and see if maybe you'd become an official card-carrying member of the GIS community (laughs) through your chats that you've had with these wonderful bastions of of our industry. Wayne, if you're relying on me for anything technical, we're all in big, big trouble. You know, I'm glad I'm (laughs) I'm the one just asking the questions, and I'm glad that they're giving the answers. Look, it was was fantastic. I, I learned a lot more about the way that the GIS technology and mapping impacts every part of our lives. I mean, I know that we live in a world that is increasingly data-driven. It really is. And the capacity to map people, the capacity to map locations, to identify us at any given point in time, raises a lot of issues. It raises a lot of of ethical questions, and we, we got into those ethical questions. But there's also a lot of productive good that can come from that, whether it's tracking criminals, whether it is fighting fires, whether it's mapping space, whether it's looking at the way this type of technology can be better used to get more effective socioeconomic outcomes or political outcomes. We talked about about all of that. How do you deal with natural disaster? How do you deal with issues such as terrorism? And so all of these things were discussed throughout, and I'm a lot more aware of the role of technology and the important work that people do in being able to connect that to our daily lives and provide those those greater outcomes. Well, you, you certainly had a, a great uh, cast of people to talk to yeah. on the topic. I'm just looking through the, the guest list here. Uh, you've got people in there such as uh, Governor Martin O'Malley. Oh, it was fantastic. Yeah, great. One of the world's leaders in using GIS uh, to, to get the job done. Yeah, and, and had a really interesting time, of course, that we spoke to him because America has been going through such a tumultuous political period, still not over. And of course, Martin O'Malley, among his many achievements, had uh, once run for president as well. So it was great to talk to him about that and to talk to him about his 
his time as governor of Maryland and the way that he was able to use technology to get better outcomes, particularly around issues such as uh, law and order. And I've heard a bit of a rumour that you you kind of turned the heat up on your guests here uh, in this podcast series. <laughs> gently, <Stan>. gently. <laughs> gently, gently simmering their feet in the fire. Yeah. The way I take this is is you kind of um, put our guests in a little bit of hot water and, and get them to undertake some hypothetical sort of thinking tasks to see what they would do in those kind of situations. Sounds really interesting. Yeah, look, what this was about was about leadership fundamentally. It was about how do these leaders in their field apply leadership lessons and solutions to get better outcomes? How do they learn as leaders? How do they grow as leaders? What are the principles of their leadership? What has influenced them? Who do they look to as fellow leaders, um, as examples of good leadership? And one of the things that we would do is that we would basically establish what put them on this path, what sparked that particular interest that led them on their own journey throughout their own mm. careers. And then at a certain point in the conversation, we would set out a, a hypothetical situation. And through that hypothetical situation, we would then test a lot of those leadership principles. Okay, well, you tell me that you like mm. to work collaboratively. So how would you work collaboratively in X situation? Or you tell me that you like to lead by example. Well, what about if the example doesn't reflect well on you? How do you then lead? How do you speak to people of different cultures, different backgrounds? How do you deal with, with professional jealousies? How do you deal with entrenched ways of doing things when you are a change agent? How do you inspire confidence in your leadership? All of these things were applicable to each of these guests. And really, it was a chance, as, as I sort of see it, as towing them out into the deep water a little bit. You know, we're all very comfortable <laughs> in the shallows and we've all got very easy answers to those those questions. When you get pulled out into the deep water a little bit, you're a bit unsure of your footing. The shore is is a fair way off. How do I make it back? How do I rely on those life lessons and skills and qualities that you believe you have to be able to find your way back to shore. And in every case, they did. They they surprised me. And I'd, you know, I'd like to think that we put them off balance on occasion, but, <laughs> but, but it was productive and it was approached in the right spirit as a, as a teaching moment, as a leadership moment. Well, you've used a great metaphor there, um, Stan, of, of taking people out into deep water and, and setting them off balance. Mm. And the reason I say that's a great metaphor is one of the people that you talked to that uh, I would love to have a chance to chat with is Dr. Catherine Sullivan. Oh, now, wow. she's obviously deep water, all right. no stranger to deep water <laughs> or no stranger to being out of balance, having been uh, working with NASA as well. Well, she, she's a leader in her field and she's someone who has broken down barriers, particularly like she was among the first or the first, actually, um, intake of female astronauts. She's one of the few people to have gone to the outer reaches of space and to the deepest depths of the ocean. We know that, sadly, we still live in a world that is is male-dominated, particularly Absolutely. those those fields, science and technology. And uh, you, know, you think astronauts, and sadly, our mind still goes to the um, you know the Neil Armstrongs and Buzz Aldrins of the world. Even Toy Story didn't have a female astronaut. Oh, wow. <laughs> so uh, cowgirl, but not a female astronaut. So how does she approach that? What did she learn when she was going to school? What 
piqued that interest of hers. And we were able to sort of go through those things and to sort of work through that in a, in a leadership sense and how she provides that leadership. And look, she's an incredibly accomplished person and um, of course had fantastic answers uh, to, to those questions. I'm looking at your, the list of your guests. I've, I have been able to listen to some early snippets. I'm excited to, to hear further on the ones I've listened to. But one of the ones I haven't had a chance to listen to is, uh, is your, your chat with Mike King, oh, another, wow. yeah. another one of our podcast heroes in the GIS industry. He's a, the master, really, of, of bringing together our technology to get to the bottom of some pretty heinous and pretty scary crimes. What did you discuss with Mike? Well, I mean, you know, it fascinates us all, doesn't it? Crime and evil. Absolutely. And, you know, why are we attracted to this? You know, he had some connections with Australia as well and working on, on things here. So we were able to discuss that. In, case, in fact, the case that we looked at, the hypothetical we, we set in Australia and threw a few curveballs in there that only um, someone who was familiar with Australia would, would know, but he was able to deal with that. Look, it was fascinating because I'm really fascinated, as we all are, by the sort of macabre, morbid aspects of life. And he, he lives in that, in that world. And, and, you know, DNA has changed um, the way that crimes are solved, but so has this type of technology, you know, mapping technology, being able to follow people, being able to intercept telephone calls, you know, trace people because of the history of telephone calls that they make or, um, you know, be able to follow people's journeys across uh, across the landscape, across different states. And so all of that was really, really interesting to talk to Mike about. And of course, he's a pro too, because he's got his own podcast. And, you know, so it was very, very familiar being able to uh, to have those sort of conversations. Well, I've been listening to his uh, Mapping Evil podcast yeah. series. So um, one of the things that uh, well, I hope that uh, you managed to slide in there when you were talking to him uh, were a couple of, of tricky to say Australian place names. Yeah. So <laughs> loving to hear how he, he fumbles our Australian place names. Brisbane, yeah. <laughs> Brisbane, that's right. One last one that um, that I'm really keen to hear, I yeah. haven't heard this, the shorts on it yet, is um, is somebody I know well, Linda Peters. She's a, a bastion of the census-taking uh, yeah. you know, corner of our world. She's been involved in taking census for, for most of the major countries around the world, you know, the United States and Australia yeah. included. And, of course, work, you know, advising government and working with the United Nations and you know, and, and you look at our world today, just, just look, at, look at COVID. How do you deal with something, a pandemic such as that, if you don't know the populations that you're dealing with? And one of the interesting things with, with Linda is that she may be called upon through her United Nations work to go into countries where there are cultural issues that have to be observed, particularly in terms of mm. leadership and authority and women. And, uh, you know, we were able to sort of go through that. She's working in countries that don't necessarily have the same transparency, democratic checks and balances that we may be used to in our own societies. And so how does she navigate that? She had fantastic answers for that. But just, again, the importance of knowing who we are. Who are we? Where do we live? What do we like? What do we earn? What are our problems? What are our healthcare issues? What is our demography? How diverse are we? What is our socioeconomic landscape look like you know what are the, the the levels of inequalities that we have in our society who are the most vulnerable in our societies all of those things now we are able to deal with more effectively because we have the data to be able to deal with that and she was she was fantastic on that stuff 
I can't wait to hear the series, uh, Stan. So um, I don't have the time to drag you out into the deep water and uh, and set your feet to oh, the fire, Stan. But I'd love to know uh, just just one thing that you've learned, one one geospatial tip that you've picked up along the way in having these wonderful fireside chats with these great people. If there's one thing I learned is that, you know, technology, data, mapping is part of our world and it is changing our world and it's unnerving us. Um, these are very unnerving new times, you know, and we are more exposed and questions of privacy and questions of ownership of data and the way that information can be accessed, can be collated, can be used, is something we're all navigating in ethical and political ways. And so I really came away with it with that sort of perspective, you know, that this is our world now and we have to live in it and that each of these people are deeply invested in trying to find effective ethical ways of being able to deal with, you know, intimate, private details of people's lives. But that is the world that we live in. So it was it was it was sobering, but it was also affirming, I think, that that we're living in that world. It can be and often is, overwhelmingly are is, used for the better. But it's a tricky it's a tricky space. It's a minefield and we have people who are wrestling with those questions all the time. I think you've really touched on uh, the thing that keeps all of us passionate GIS nerds in the industry and doing what we we do. And that is absolutely, you're dead on the money there, that everything happens in space, in a place. And and our science is all about analysing and and gaining insights out of the data about that place. So I think we can officially say that you are a card-carrying member of the GIS family now, Stan. Let's just hope that I live up to it and don't lower the tone. (laughs) Definitely not, Stan. It's an honour to count you as a member of our own clan. So thank you very much for your time today. Cheers, mate. I think I speak for everyone when I say I can't wait to hear the Directions with Stan Grant podcast, which is launching very soon. For all at home, keen follow along, head over to directionspodcast.com.au where you can register and receive the episodes and also learn a heap more about all the guests Stan will be speaking with. And until next time, happy mapping. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Esri Australia. 